The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello. We're recording this on 11-11 at 11 a.m. Well, let's be truthful. In true So Retrograde fashion, it's like 11-18. Right. But like this <laughs> plan, the plan was. Yeah. It's 11-11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For all intents <laughs> For everybody. and purposes. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. Guys, welcome to the show today. We are really looking forward to this conversation. It's an astro-focused one today. Heard of it. Heard of it. We are in the midst of a Mercury retrograde. Mm. How's it going? You know, I read something that really helped me kind of chill out, and I'm, I would love to hear our guests who we will introduce in a moment's yeah. opinion on this, but I read that the retrograde, it was this image that really helped me. Actually, Ambie wrote this, is like when you pull a bow and arrow back and mm-hmm. you pull it all the way back so that it can ultimately propel you forward but before you can go forward you have to go back and I was like okay that's what I feel you have like to this. go back you have to lose your keys you have to get locked out of your house you, you have, have to, to lose your lose credit your card <laughs> you have to and dive deep into the depths of your heart no conference call will work <laughs> and that's pretty much it and everyone you're dating will go <laughs> or come back around <laughs> still waiting for that part <laughs> okay so without further ado we are welcoming kind of an internet crush yeah, I would say definitely. in the astral realms mm-hmm. Deborah Silverman, thank you so much for joining us. We are obsessed with your astro videos. Yeah, oh, that makes me so happy. You're so funny and you just deliver the information in such a grounded, regular way while still being obviously very educated about what's going on, which I think is a difficult line to straddle. It's true. I dance between being normal, Mm -hmm. speaking English, and being a little cosmic. Mm -hmm. We love that. Same. Same. (laughs) (laughs) It feels so divinely timed, not only that we're having you on 11.11, which is like a beautiful portal. So we here. And isn't today like a really special day? It's a special day because look where we are in the middle of this moment. 11.11, it's a master number in numerology, Mm -hmm. and it's a, a quality of excessive openness. 11 mm. is not an even number, an odd number. It's just, it's erotic. It's exotic. It's like, what's that flavor? So mm. 11 is kind of like, ooh, 11, 11 at 11, 11. And then what's the deal with, what's the deal with Mercury crossing the sun? <laughs> Mercury is crossing the sun. Yeah. I like the dance. I wanted to say, it's so retrograde. You can make a song. Oh it's yeah. So you've already done we that. We do. It's so retrograde. Um, <laughs> but we're open to uh, a remix. New, a new yeah. This is the remix. <laughs> I think the important thing is that we're walking towards a full moon. Okay. Have you been feeling that? Yes. yes. So energy starts to build, especially you two are right in the middle. Your charts, literally mm-hmm. Taurus and Scorpio. Whenever there's a full moon, the sun and the moon are opposite. Did you know that? Did ding, we ding, know ding, that? ding, 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 ding. Wow, so I always, feel dumb for not knowing that. So if you think right now, like, where's the sun in our sky? You just think literally opposite is where the moon is, and it's big and fat on the other side of the earth. A good thought, mm. don't you think? Yeah. yeah. So the full moon always suggests everybody, again, 11-11, the full moon, it's energetic. Like, everything starts to increase, the voltage. Mm-hmm. Waters start to rise in the farmer's almanac. They know the different way the waves are going to run based on a full moon. So not only is Mercury going 
backwards. I love the image, like pulling a taut string where mm-hmm. you have to review. But there's a fat full moon. And 1111 is an auspicious number that lots of people see on the clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed yeah, that? Yeah, why is that? Yeah. It's just an, it's one of those synchronistic t- doorways. And 11 responds to astrology. In astrology, the 11th sign is Aquarius. And it rules that kind of strange thought process that you clearly have that lets you consider could the cosmos be influencing us? Mm. In the olden days, they would be on boats. They were always devoted and completely committed to looking at the stars. That was their whole reality. We were always staring in the dark because there was no electricity. I was in California when the lights went out last week. Wow. And that's when I realized, you know, we used to live in a world where at night you didn't have lights. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a completely different reality, even for the moon cycles and women, because now there's so much light. So if you think of 1111 or any 11, it's the time where you put your attention, think of it, two vertical lines going straight up and down. You lie down and you look up. And so 11 is the number of awakening or awareness about astrology or magic. I love the number 11. Me too. Who it also knew? looks like a door. It looks like a door. That's the point. So mm-hmm. it's an opening and mm-hmm. it's a radical opening because 11 is such a strange number. It's not even, it's not odd. It's kind of off the beaten path. And that's what astrology is. It's an opening that makes you realize, oh, there's magic in the air. Now lie down and look up. Oh, I love that. Okay. So let's talk about this Taurus moon because I feel that as a Taurus rising and a Taurus friend, we have vested friend interest. Of. Friend of, <laughs> friend of a Taurus. <laughs> we have a vested interest in what we can do during this cycle to access our well, you're uh, not, greatest. You're potential. not just a Taurus; you're a double Taurus. No, she is. Oopsie, she's Taurus and Taurus moon. If you look at these two, they kind of start to blend into one. <laughs> a double Taurus. That's true. So the Taurus energy, which is one of my favorites, I don't know if you know this. Buddha was a Taurus. I His did not birthday, know that is in Waysock, it's called. During the full moon in Taurus is when he was born. So the whole, ding, ding, ding. So the whole message of Taurus, of the wisdom of Taurus based on Buddha is, I love this. He had a big fat tummy. He ate a lot of chocolate. Mm, So Taurus love the yum yum factor. (laughs) They go, "Mm." oh yeah. So Taurus is the (laughs) the part of us and all of us that loves to be in a body that loves soft things and smells and delicious. So during this full moon with Scorpio Taurus, you have to let yourself indulge. I like this full moon. Ooh, that You're makes me alive. feel happy. Yes, it's exactly right. It's the yeah. joy factor. Taurus, Buddha's whole thing was it's so miserable. It sounds funny. It's so miserable here. It's so sad to be alive at so many levels. You may as well find the yum yum factor to make it taste good. I love mm-hmm. that. If you're going to be here and you're going to deal with the Scorpio, because opposite of Taurus is Scorpio, which is deep and heavy, and it deals with death, and it deals with the heavier parts of life, like emotional despair and dealing with pain. <laughs> My personality in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, well, it's true. They go straight to the bottom line. And Taurus is like, can we just be, it's kind of like Winnie the Pooh. I always think of Taurus as Winnie the Pooh. Like, we're going to just walk slowly, and we're going to enjoy the wind, and then we're going to sit by the little brook, and then we're going to watch the butterflies. I mean, Scorpio's like, you're going to do what? What? That is the dippy. So they're in, op- <laughs> they're in opposition. One is deep, dark, heavy, serious, and the other is sweet and gentle and yummy and cuddly. And you put the two together. What do you want to do when you're upset? Fuck. No. <laughs> Oh my God, that was so Pluto on the side. <laughs> oh my God, did she just say that? Yes. Okay, that's a very Scorpio thing, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of when you do that thing, I can't even say it. At the end of when you do that thing, what happens? You cuddle. So true. And you feel so relieved. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom line. We are Talk about Scorpio. yum yum factor, am I right, guys? You're so right. And it comes with a mixture. Think about it. First, you have to warm up in the yum yum factor uh-huh. with gentleness. Yeah. I mean, really good lovemaking. Are we going to talk about this? Yeah. 
Really yeah, good love can. making is slow down, said the Taurus, like mm-hmm. before you go for the fuck energy. So right. this is the dance of fast and slow. This is the dance of yummy and sad. This like is the that. dance of yummy and scared. Like how do we deal with polarity in this life? And everyone's face to face with this right now. Mm-hmm. This planet is, it's Scorpio, on the brink of extinction. It's so so Scorpio. And then Taurus goes, can we not talk about that? How about we just have a little coffee with some yummy chocolate in the middle of it and then we'll have a croissant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, now you're talking. Yeah, so you may as well enjoy a chocolate croissant as the world burns while down. While you're on the way out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there's this unbelievable duality we're sitting in right now. Interesting. And with Mercury going retrograde in Scorpio, this conversation, and we're looking at it in politics. Like, it's so scary. I find myself as an elder, looking at your generation, I was just with some younger people last night, saying, I'm so sad to be handing you this. Like, how could it be that you're going to get through this for your children? Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of that is, can you sit a little closer and cuddle with me? I love you so much. So it comes with this crazy duality. And that's what we're all face to face with. And Mercury retrograde, you cannot not bump into the negative pieces. So people have been calling me saying, what is going on right now? So if you felt that new moon that was happening yeah. in Scorpio, where yeah. we went really deep, and now we've got the Taurus to say, excuse me, can we just be gentle while we're in this heavy zone? Like, what do you do? Here's the question of the day. During this full moon, what do you do for pleasure to remind yourself that you love being in a body? I mean, it could be what she said, or it could be a chocolate, or it could be just sitting outside in the gentleness of Buddha. Think Buddha. He got enlightened by sitting under a tree and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Now that's Taurus. Mm-hmm. Scorpio's like, he did what? Right. How much money did he make? Yeah. Like, was that valuable? Did it have any impact? Touch me. Dead. <laughs> that's- <laughs> So fucked up. (laughs) That's a read, Deborah. (laughs) So that's the duality is Taurus wants gentle meditation, stillness, the soft music. And then they want the rock and roll Scorpios, like turn up the music and let's sweat. Right. So it's the polarity in all of us of, and you have to ask yourself, which side of that story do you lean into? Do you love intensity? Do you push things? Do you push people away? Do you make drama so you can feel alive? Or do you escape in the back room and look for your comfort and your favorite slippers and get under the bed? Slippers. Well, it's like both. I knew you were going to say that. I think for both of us, it's both. Well, you have both. You should see your chart. Yeah. You are such an... This is so funny that I'm here today during this full moon and your charts are literally Taurus, Scorpio. Like, yeah. you live these two signs. Yeah. And which one each of you... I mean, we know what you're... We know who leans into Scorpio and who leans into Taurus. But everyone listening, you have to ask yourself, do I have a relationship with intensity? Like, am I okay when things get really heavy? Mm-hmm. Do I speak to the unspeakable? Do I address sexual energy or do I avoid it? Or am I someone who really wants peace at all costs. Like I'll do anything to keep us comfortable. That would be with my little puppy dog and my fate. Like shut up everybody. That's Taurus. (laughs) Like everyone leave me alone. So there is in every one of us this polarity and you have to ask yourself, where do I go? Do I have comfort in intensity? Do I have comfort in peace? Am I too peaceful? Am I too intense? You tell us. You know, it's interesting that you said that like we were in this like deep place and then now we're coming into a more like level enjoyable because I was sitting this morning, I woke up and every morning I've kind of been waking up for the past few weeks with the heaviness and I've just been like sitting in it, working through it, like doing whatever I need to do, either like, you know, crying or walking or writing or whatever the fuck just to like process. And this morning I was sitting down and I was kind of like waiting for it to come. Like I I was like, okay, I'm awake now. So what's going to hit me? And then my brain was like, you're good. 
Like it was sudden, like for the first time in weeks, I didn't go to a place where I was like, now I got to deal with the shit. And you know, it was very clear. It's very hard to be good. Like this is my joke that I'm the president of the Jews for Joy Club and I have have no members. (laughs) We'll join. When you grow up and you've learned about the angst and Mm -hmm. your family dynamic was painful and all of your, and then you have to suddenly figure out how to be happy when the planet's suffering and you wake up feeling good, that's another practice. Yeah. Like, to, that was Buddha. Like, my mind was, like, searching. was like, where's the thing? Where's the pain? And then I was like, no, 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 no. Stay here, stay here, stay here. Don't, when it's not there, don't go fucking looking for it. <laughs> and that was Buddhism. Yeah. It's non-attachment to having to have drama mm-hmm. to feel alive. Yeah. And there's very few of us that can sustain peacefulness when we're not being stimulated. So we pick up our phone. So mm-hmm. we turn on the music. So we go look for the food. So we go shopping and buy a yummy sweater. Whatever it takes, we do constant distractions. And Buddha's whole message was, can you just sit with me? Can you take a breath? Mm -hmm. Can you feel the wind? And we're not very good at being happy. Yeah. I mean, it takes a real muscle. I've had to learn in this life because of my upbringing to be okay with waking up going, oh, ooh, cool day. Like this day, let's let's turn on that jam and jump around because it's not going to last forever. It's a good feeling. So this full moon does bring with deliciousness. Like it has the polarity, but in the middle of that polarity is a calm. Welcome, calm. And then just sit there for a little bit and see how long. Look at Miss Calm over here. What's it like <laughs> being a Taurus? You know better than it's us. It's pretty chill. She also has Taurus moon, which is like so lucky. I'm so jealous. So stable. So tell me about that a little. Does it bug you when other people are not reliable or they're not present or mm. they're not dependable? I wouldn't say it bugs me, but I clock it. Tick, tick. tick, tick. <laughs> like that? I just notice it, but I don't judge it. I would say I'm what, not like that, what does know. bug you moon and Taurus moon and Taurus is very stable what but, does bug me LA traffic where yeah, is stop. everybody going stop. <laughs> why is it 3 p.m. and there's so many people en route See, that's hard for Taurus that's all tough. the stimulus but also here's my thing with that like on the grounded side of it it's like I can't complain about it I'm also in a car good point so practical. Oh, my God. Do you want to answer, answer the question, what is Moon and Taurus? Yeah. They're so practical. They make everything so obvious. I know. Like, if I'm having, like, an emotional drama with myself or, like, with anything, she's like, what's the big deal? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> they but I can't stop. <laughs> I want to be better at holding place for people in those moments because it's hard for me to do that. And I admit that. And I empathize. I don't know if I ever, like, hold space for it in a way that I can guide people. Well, that's the dilemma of spirituality mm-hmm. at its worst. It's called bypassing. Like for you, it's like, just get over it. Like calm down, let go of it. And for you, it's like, I can't let go. You See, that is, the, I have to like feel everything and then I can let go right. of it. This is the, this is the full moon. Yeah. This is exactly the conversation. Like the Taurus energy is just like, what is the big deal? Like come home and eat, clean the dish, shut up already. And it's, oh, how can you say that to me? I was in the middle of an emotional moment. You have no <laughs> compassion. The Taurus is like, oh, shut up. I'm going to go clean. I'll meet you later. Why don't you just hey, call I'm me? I am going to go clean. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go clean. Call this? me. Don't text me. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. See, it's so, you're so gifted. As a Taurus, you have the gift of simplicity. It's Winnie the Pooh. And that's what Buddha said. All pain from this planet comes from attachment. And mm. every single source of your pain, yeah. whether it's a breakup, whether it's falling in love, whether it's losing your job, whether it's looking too fat, whether it's feeling like you're not loved. If we were enlightened, like this is like a joke, but if we were enlightened, we would be Taurus. That is the sign of accepting of this earth situation, the human wow. condition, with deep calm. 
you guys, I'm Taurus rising. I'm going there. Okay? You're getting there. I'm getting there. That's your highest ambition. Yeah, I know. I'm headed in that direction. All right. So get, oh, look get off her. my She's back. So, so, so <laughs> the point is the rising sign, this is good for the audience to hear, is yeah. what you're rising toward. It's yeah. the ascendant. Yeah. It's often described as the way you look, which is not only true and esoteric. It's the highest goal. So your goal, Elizabeth, you're mirror images of each other. Mm. So your goal is to get to the intensity and get Why upset. are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. You're, you're need to let obsession I mean must be the weed must be the eat <laughs> the two of them are having a little party all by themselves Mariah there's an Carey. inside joke here and I can't follow it's a Mariah it's Carey song it's a Mariah song. Carey song okay now I'm with you and okay. I just think it's funny that she talks about drugs in it yeah it's like what are you doing <laughs> Mimi stop you, it it's so funny emancipation you guys have such an unbelievable you both have so let's go back to the yeah. answer what is sorry my, please yeah, thank you no 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 I loved it this is Taurus they just wander back and they never feel bad about going off this think of Winnie the Pooh so we're back yeah the access to Taurus at its worst is comfort at all cost the access to Scorpio at its worst is drama and intensity all the time Mm -hmm. and no off button yeah the best part of Taurus is learning how to do simplicity and really giving the gift of calm that would be you Mm -hmm. and yours is being comfortable in intensity and not staying away from high drama so you're like mirror images. Like you don't want the high drama. She can't stop the high drama. Then when you get yourself to calm and make a commitment to yourself to say, what am I getting so caught up? Where's my rituals? Where's my practice? Mm-hmm. What can I do to come back to ground? For you, it's the opposite. What can I do to let myself feel this intensity and go to the dark and not walk away from someone in pain? Like you have to stay there. You're like mirror images. This is such a read right now. Yes. I am enthralled. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. Now tell the audience, because I don't know why that hit you. So what was the part that- Just that- Everything you said is so accurate. But it's also like in our friendship, like I feel like when I'm in my high intensity, she is calm. And when she's in her high intensity, we do, obviously we're human. It's not like we're locked into one mode. I also can be that calm as well. So it's like it does balance itself out. As we're downloading on our wanderment of astrology, let's take a moment. Did you just make up the word wanderment? I don't know. I like okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just trying stuff. You know, I'm into it. I was really alluding to our partner today, Wander Beauty. <laughs> For sure. Which I also have wanderment about because I just love them so much. Do you so mean much. wander lust? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Wander Beauty, big, big fans. fans. Wow. <laughs> love them so much, especially because A, they're cruelty-free, delicious, wonderfully thoughtful makeup in that most of the products within the range are all meant to be multitasking. Yes. And that is my favorite part. I am a do my makeup in the car on the go type of gal. And you don't want to have like a giant bag with nine different things. You want like two things that can do everything. And it's perfect. I love the Duelist concealer. Me too. I love lip oils. I love the brush. The exquisite liquid eyeshadow. Here's the thing. I want to go back There's to not the concealer one thing for a not second. Good. So the Duelist, it's a matte on one side and an illuminating concealer on the other. Yeah. I've gone. I've tried other things. I always end up going back to it because nothing is as good. And it's buildable, which is cool. I honestly can hack that and have it be like a full coverage foundation yeah. in that it's like the liquid and the matte. Combine it and then yeah. use the big brush. The brush is And then everything. you're like, ugh, I could go on for this forever. We could do a whole podcast. I know. I'm like going in my bag, pulling out all the okay, items. Okay, so. They also have like a whole holiday drop on the website. Check it out. If you head over to Wander Beauty, that's W-A-N-D-E-R beauty.com slash retrograde. That's wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. You're going to get 20% off. So check it out. Let us know. It's just 
delish. We love. We're huge fans. That's wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. Now back to the convo. Now wander lusting our way back to Deborah <laughs> Silverman. Think about every relationship you have. We play polarization. Mm-hmm. So there's always the optimist in a relationship and the pessimist. There's always the one that loves so much and the other one that's like, you don't love me. There's always the one that's coming towards the person I want you and the other one's going, can you calm down? It's every relationship plays polarities. Yeah. And once you realize that, you can flip them. So you guys have the gift in your chart yeah. to flip them. But when you're in a relationship where your partner never really calls you enough and you're always calling, then you say to the partner, can we trade for, this is a great exercise as a therapist when yeah. I work with couples. Can you just flip it over? You call her all the time now and you mm-hmm. stop calling just to try the exercise of coming out of that well-worn pathway. Because yeah. this is the exercise of consciousness. All evolution is, said the astrologer, is learning all the flavors. Mm-hmm. So you're not stuck in one spot as a broken record. And all of us know there's some personality trait. This is what you learn in my school. Like there's some part of your character you're like, oh my God, I'm doing that thing again. Either I'm cleaning or I'm never cleaning. Or I'm crying. Or I'm always like, yeah, you're, <laughs> or you're super emotional, yeah. or you're super not emotional. Yeah. But everyone knows their well-worn path that they end up living in too yeah. often. And my job as the astrologer, especially in my level one of the classes, I say to people, look, like let's say they're super grounded and they love to have ritual and they love food mm-hmm. and they love money, and but the other one is completely unorganized and doesn't do money and doesn't do ritual and they're airheads. Then I say to the airhead, excuse me, can you just clean your closet? Just do me a favor, just to re-enter a part. And the one that's so clean, can you just go make a mess and leave the house today with a mess? And mm. they're like, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to practice a new muscle just for, and then the balance begins. That's my favorite part of my job. I watch people's lives change by inserting, like, that's a stupid directive. Yeah. Go clean your closet. But it could be. I that love s- that directive. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to do that. Like, well, come over no, and I clean would, my closet. No, no, no. You got some time on your hands? To you. I would give you the opposite. <laughs> I know. So you're going to go cr- watch sad movies and get really emotional or someone has to wear red high heels and put lipstick on and go out and they're like, I hate work. No, you're going to dress up today and give yourself what's uncomfortable as a practice to use a muscle that got dormant. So what's, what's the directive for, for us during this time? I love that. Let's just bring it right back home. <laughs> well, for Elizabeth, this is so interesting. You don't have air in your chart. Do you know right, this? you pointed oh, that out about when we this. chatted, we talk about and this I've never been told that before. That's not never been pointed out to me. So for you, being light and dippy and frivolous and fun and playful, and you're like, uh, how long is that? Ooh, yeah, not into that. No, so. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky, Elizabeth. <laughs> Jesus. So we have to get. So I would say to you, you're going to go have a conversation with someone who's not talking and ask questions. You just have to pretend you're interested in people. Well, I do that all the time. Okay, but not for a living, for fun. <laughs> Jesus. Bingo. Not for a living, but for fun. Like just practice that in your trying day. to connect. Yes. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> She's like, ew, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, I'm going to get to you now, Stephanie. So Stephanie's missing fire, which is curious, because I think you have a lot of fire. Well, I'm Mercury Sag. Oh, sorry. No, no, bing, bing, back it up. Back up the bus. You've got enough fire. I could feel that. That was ridiculous. See, you can tell. You've got Mercury and Sag. Ruff. I mean, yeah. you say stuff. Your mouth. You just, just talk about sex at the beginning of this. I mean, she talks about everything. I also said I might have to leave the recording to go poop because I took too much Mag 7 before I, we started recording. That's how she recording. started the whole thing. Guys, I just want everyone to know where I'm at so there's no surprises. <laughs> that is so Mercury and Sag. We're all going to be exposed. Okay, yeah. you have very little earth. How's that for a surprise? No, that makes sense. So practical money, ritual, repetitive things. You're like, how long do we have to do this for? I would suggest, I know it sounds counterintuitive. Like, why would you want to do something you're not good at? But once you cultivate that missing element, it's like four wheels in a car. Mm -hmm. One wheel goes down 
and the vehicle doesn't drive easily. So if you balance all four and you're comfortable mm -hmm. with water, air, that's my book, The Missing Element, is you read in the book, what's my missing element? Then you read that chapter and you would cultivate. And then suddenly- Oh, that's so interesting. And then it, I swear, I didn't used to have water. For me, being quiet- can you tell? Was really hard. Like yeah. I had to learn. Well, it'd be bad if you were quiet in, in this situation. Yeah, right. it, but in real you know. life, when I was younger, I would fill in the empty spots. Like I would talk just to talk. Mm -hmm. I had I would tell stories that no one was really interested in, but I just love the sound of my voice. And then and then <laughs> as as years have gone by and I realized I had no water, I realized the art was shh. Like, listen, and then I learned to meditate. I cultivated the thing that I did wasn't good at. Interesting. And now I love water and I sleep with Mr. Water and I've learned how to really like value empty. So I can be in a setting now because I'm so smart and I know everything about astrology and I won't say, <laughs> and I won't say a thing. Like I've learned how to, oh, right. that muscle of being still and it's given me so much more balance than being that hyper air person who's, you know, that icky feeling, lots of air people listening. If you have hyper energy and you get kind of buzzed all the time and you can't drink coffee because you start to shake, that's a clue you got a lot of air. Mm, interesting. So we figure out what your missing element is, mm -hmm. then you grow it, and then the whole thing starts to, it's like magic. It is magic. In the tarot deck, the magician has all four elements sitting on the couch. That's the very first card. When you enter magic, you have to learn the four elements. Wow. She's steeply thinking. This one's giggling. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. The four, water, air, earth, and fire. You cannot live without water. Mm -hmm. You can't live without air. Can't live without food. And you can't live without the heat of the fire, the sun, the heart. Mm -hmm. So if you want to learn magic 101, like move over new age people, yeah. just go back to the basics. Or watch Captain Planet. Dad Elizabeth. <laughs> oh my God. Does he talk about <clears throat> the four elements? Yeah, Earth, Captain water, planet, heart, he's our hero. Fire. Gonna take pollution down to right? zero, zero. Oh, no? I love that they sing. And then they show. like, Earth, air, fire, no. water with their yeah. rings. And, and then heart. it was like, boom, and it was beamed to the sky. And that was all these like little superheroes saving the Very planet. Very ahead of its time. Yeah, it was Captain one of my- planet, I think I should meet him. No, it was a great cartoon from the 90s. Okay, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to I don't know. I wasn't watching <laughs> cartoons in the 90s. I think I was having children. Yeah, as a you matter were, of fact. You're I think being my grown kids up. may have watched that. Definitely. It was a great one. If that was a revival, actually it would kill right now because we need that shit. Yes. It's Great. magic. If you guys want to learn magic, you can learn it in one simple step. Learn the four elements. And I have a book. Uh -huh. Yeah, Tell say us. the name of it again. It's called the missing, the missing Element. element. And okay. the, the subtitle is Compassion for the Human Condition. Because once you Aww. realize, I know, once you realize that someone has so much earth and they're so calm, you don't push them. Mm -hmm. Or someone has so much intensity and they're so water, you don't get surprised when they're all emotional. Or they talk all the time. Like, oh, that's the kid that always interrupts. Or the fire kid going, can we go outside and play now? It all makes sense. And then suddenly you're accepting your brother, sister, mother, whoever. And you say, oh, no wonder you're so funny. Here's my line. I've made crazy normal. Like we're all crazy. Normal is just a setting on the dryer. Like mm -hmm. there is no such thing. Mm. And when I look at those charts and I say, well, you're missing an element. So let me help you figure this out. And then people's lives change right in front of me. I love that. That's really amazing. So much fun. Can you imagine my job? I watch people's lives change right in front of me. So you do individual coaching and then we had like a little mini like couple session. Yeah, you got lucky. I don't really do them very often. Oh, you don't? No, I have a lot of trained astrologers. If you want a new career out there, I am now a grown up. Look at me. I'm an older woman. You can't tell. <laughs> I, I taught people how to do it, but I have a school. Yes, okay. talk to us a about six, this. You guys would yeah. love a six week program where you dive into your own chart. I want to do it. You would be so good at it. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Okay, so it's a six week. It starts in January. Okay. You guys can get on the 
the waiting list. You go on my website. I'm sure it'll be somewhere. Tap the yeah. waiting list. I don't wait in lines. I'm going I'm I'm to get you right to the front. This Thank Scorpio? You. Are like, you kidding me? Yeah, Excuse with me. Pluto on the sun. You're going to learn right off the top. Both of you have this, by the way. Okay. You have Pluto sitting on your body. You have Pluto sitting on your sun. This happens once a year for you okay. in the whole year. What does it mean? It means you came with an extra power pack. Like, like Pluto is the Italian director. He's got this like medallion, these sunglasses. You know I'm on. Italian, right? Oh, well, see, he's your cousin. <laughs> and he comes in the room and he stares at you and you feel like, ooh. And he, you're like, so I want to fuck my cousin? No. <laughs> I kidding. Oh, my God. He's, this is so you. That's so Pluto. They're so intense and they say the wildest things, but they often don't talk. You've got Mercury and Sag helping you. But yeah. Pluto energy is super, super intense. Mm. It's like an extra power pack. It's on your personality. So you stare. Like, you can't blink. You're like, like mm-hmm. and then it's on your body. So for Elizabeth, it's physical. Like when you get into physical things, you have the ability to turn up the motor. Do you know that about yourself? No, tell me more. It just means that when you exercise, if you choose to, because double Taurus is like to stay home. But we sure do. Dead. (laughs) Nothing has ever been more true. But if you get out of the house and you start to do something, the voltage you can access an extra power pack. So Pluto comes with intensity. Every planet has a flavor. They're like friends of mine. There's 10 of them. And you learn that in my class. And then you find out, oh, in your case, only once a year, you can see here, Pluto and the sun were standing right next to each other the Mm. day you were born. Okay. So you came with an extra power pick. So your whole life, people have said, can you tone it down? You're like, no. Literally, you're so much. I know. And then you can't tone it down. And then you get to be comfortable with it when you learn that's the case. When you're in your 30s. (laughs) Yes, when you grow up. And you, on the other hand, have Pluto opposite your son. See, this is where you guys are so similar. Mm. So your personalities transform. It's a planet of transformation. They found it in 1930s, ready? When Einstein and Hitler were dealing with power. All that you couldn't see, the unconscious mind by Hitler and Freud, and the power of being able to change the consciousness of, like what happened in 1930 when they found Pluto? The darkest period of our whole experience. So Pluto represents the dark, but it's also light when you become aware of your unconscious. Mm. Welcome to Jung. And you start to realize your patterns. You can change them. And then you can really break the patterns that you were handed as a kid. And that's what you're doing this life. You will not be the same person. You could take pictures of your different phases of your life. And you'll literally, both of you will look different. Pluto changes people, personality, well, physical. Well, we've got great doctors. Yeah, Elizabeth. <laughs> we just did an episode. So. <laughs> no, did you? That's how you can do it with Pluto or with a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Pluto. It's time to pause. Oh, is it? I feel like these ads themselves have become a ritual within the show. Mm, so I this see feels what you did there, friend. Right? Mm-hmm. As we are giving love to one of our longstanding partners here at That's So Retrograde. It's Ritual Vitamins. Hey. Hi, you guys. Big fans over here. As you all know, Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin, especially formulated for women. They have the nutrients most of us don't get enough from food, all in their clean, absorbable form. Yay! No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. I mean, come on. I take this every single morning. It's a fun ritual because not only is it good for you, but it also tastes good. Yeah, it has this little tablet inside that keeps it fresh and minty. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And then if you're part of the Minty Burps squad, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you guys are looking for a clean multivitamin, this is the place to go. Head over to Ritual.com and you will even be able to scope all of their ingredients, where they source them from. And it's just like fully transparent, wonderful experience. You've got 
D3s, omega-3s. It's an essential for women that helps fill the gaps in our diet, as Steph said. There's no nausea capsule design. It's a gentle on an empty stomach, which is really important because I don't know about you. Before I was taking it all the time, in the morning, it was like random. Right, it's and hard to remember. And then I was like, remember. have I eaten? Am I okay? Da, da, da. But I got one of those nice little day of the week vitamin scenarios. Are you my Monday, grandma? Tuesday, Are you Wednesday. my grandma? <laughs> it's pink. It's cute. I like it. Okay. And Ritual is vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free. And again, you can check out their sources and you can rest assured that they are coming from a clean source. We get it delivered yes. every month. Yes. It's just kind of like a very convenient way of doing it. Now you can pause it at any time yeah. very easily yeah. on their website. And but I like when things come to my door because I don't have to remember them. Exactly. So if you are interested... 10% off during your first three months. So you can try the three-month delivery, see wow. how it feels in your soul. Wow. And if you're not into it, great. But if you are into it, congratulations. You're feeling great. Go to ritual.com slash retrograde. That is ritual.com slash retrograde. And you will get 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash retrograde. Now back to another ritual, talking into a microphone. So we talked about the sun sign. We talked about the rising sign. I feel like a lot of people are like, what's the deal with the moon sign? And you have the sweetest moon, Stephanie. Aww, so sad. the moon is the moon is at you night. Oh, I know. Sad. This is why you cry all the time. <laughs> Her moon's in cancer. Makes you want to cuddle over there. I'm far away. Yeah. You must have a dog or somebody you cuddle with. I do. Because you're a cuddle machine. This is so vulnerable, but who cares? In the darkest moment of this past two weeks, I literally was on my floor crying, forcing my dog to cuddle me because I just needed to feel close to something. That's so you. So it that's like the moon. Really sad. I was like, what is happening? That's so healthy, though, because that's what dogs are for. Right. They and he was love. like, get away from me. Yeah, My dog is like, has Elizabeth's personality. Like, <laughs> like, why are you so close? He's like, you're so close to me. <laughs> that's so cute. The moon is up at night. And the moon describes your internal world. It's the dark part of the sky. Oh. It's, it's what happens on the inside when you're sleeping. It's the dream time. Mm -hmm. It's the inner world. So I can tell how you'll emotionally respond mm -hmm. based on where your moon is. How are you going to get, if I push you up against a wall, this mm -hmm. is the moon. Yeah. How will you come back at me? You're going to cry. Moon and cancer, you're hurting my feelings. And you may not even be able to talk with moon and cancer. At times it gets so emotional. Does that happen to you? Yeah. Sometimes you I can't talk without crying. In right. like real conversations. Like I'm like, I'm going to have a real conversation. And I start talking and I start crying. And That's like, moon and cancer. Fuck me. So your emotional body is so <laughs> responsive. It doesn't have an off button. Your emotional moon in Taurus is exactly the opposite. Here we go. So solid, so stable, so loyal, so dependable that everyone leans on you to the point where you're like, can you get off me? Because you'd be people don't do that to her because well, she, she creates healthy boundaries. So she doesn't fucking let anybody do that. Well, they would if they could. Yes. But you've learned this one. Mm -hmm. And there's a few That's people. That's been trained. That's a muscle. When you were younger, your whole family leans on you. Like you're the person, that, the go-to person. Yeah. Well, she's an only child. I'm an only child. Oh, then so. you can't answer that question. Yeah. Well, I've always had deep, beautiful friendships. And I learned this from my mom. My mom's a Virgo. And she's always that friend that people come to. You are built for the job. Your mom and you. Yes. You are the mafia. Like when someone gets into your circle, they're not leaving. Right. I mean, good luck trying to get out of there. But you don't want to <laughs> get out I've been trying there. for years. <laughs> but the loyalty bond. Literally, I'm trapped here. <laughs> but both of you are, that's sticky sauce. Like, you both have sticky sauce. You're so bound and loyal with Moon in Taurus. You're emotional by, when you get upset, you get practical. Mm -hmm. Like, what can we do? How can I help you? You get emotional. Like, give me a minute. I'm riding these waves. I'm going to figure this out. But I have to first cry. Mm -hmm. It's so important to know that highly emotional people cannot be interrupted. You know, when my younger years, I really didn't accept that. And it would be very frustrating to me. 
that you were so emotional? Mm -hmm. And how would you cope? Get angry. That's the other version of water. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. It can go from super sensitive to angry. Underneath all anger, ready, is sadness. Of course. Write that down. Yeah. I mean, someone's really pissy and has a really bad temper, it's because they're super sensitive. Totally. But they never tell you that. But you're doing both. But now you're just mushy. Yeah. Well, I just, I learned that it's like you can't change the way that you are. Welcome to Astrology 101. You can grow other legs and muscles. Yeah, and you can learn to like nurture it and deal with it. And yeah, like you said, new muscles. But like the second that I was just like, okay, I need to cry. Then I was like, okay, it's fine. It's such a But it wasn't supported. Like for me, that was like an upbringing thing where it was like if my environment wasn't supportive of emotionality. So I also had to like shut it down to like survive. Right. And that's a real handicap because when water shuts down, it turns to ice. Yeah. And when it gets to ice, it gets sick. Yeah. Mm. People start I was to, sick. They, they get symptoms. I got All sick. kinds of physical symptoms. I got like a stomach condition. I was depressed. Like Exactly. Depression, bad. stomach symptoms. All of that is when you don't cry. So for those people, it's so good to hear that. Yeah. It's so important to cry. Yeah. Like think of kids and how they move through an emotion immediately. They let themselves be so free. And we get so grown up. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that. I mean, it can be scary because it, I also think like my note to emotional people is like, accept that it's temporary. And breathe it through and let it come out and go out. But like temporary can mean two weeks. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily mean like one minute. It can last for a while. But Well, also- now we're back to Buddhism. So everything's temporary. Yeah. The one thing we know for sure is change. But when you're in that emotional wave and it's really deep. And it's lasting for a few weeks, a month, you're like, am I ever going to get out of this? And that's depression. And that's a universal theme right now. I hear it every day. Anxiety and depression. Two Uh words that are everywhere. Why? Yeah, you've been making a lot of videos about this. Yes, I have. The whole point is we have a retracted, contracted sensibility. When it gets emotional, we shut down. Yeah. And it's the opposite. So you have to be able to find your best friend and say, I'm so sad. I'm so scared. I feel this. If we could be fluent, if we knew how to release our emotional body and name it, this isn't mine. Sometimes, for those of you that are highly sensitive, you're feeling collective pain. Yeah. Like yeah. the mood of the day. Like it happens to be a good day. And you can feel those videos of mine. Yeah. You can feel like the full moon's coming. It's time to celebrate. It feels so good. But then when there's a square going on and you can see those little videos come out every other day where I give you a weather report. Mm-hmm. And then you don't take it so personally because you feel collective pain. You ground everything. You let it be simple. Like go away. Yes. But I think lately, especially this past year, I've felt the heaviness of the world. Yeah, I don't think you'd be way. a lie. If you right. don't, listen, I tell everyone this. If you're not depressed, anxious, or scared, something's wrong right. with you. Like, if there's no normal anymore to be, oh, I feel so happy. The planet's doing so well. And right. I'm, like, excuse me. Yeah. Are you dead or are Shit's you sleeping? Up, like, yeah, wake up. I like how you swear all the time. Shit's, I want to say it. Shit's fucked up. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm getting Get it. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. And then what you do, those are such good words. Then what you do is you, you release it, you say it, and you do your quickest practice to get back to center. And that can be a different way for everyone. For me, I have to journal. I have to talk. I have to talk to my best friend. And as soon as I say that, I'm all good because yeah. I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. If I don't talk, for other people, they have to go exercise. If they don't exercise, they're useless. Mm-hmm. For other people, they have to go work. Like if they don't have something done off their list, they feel like their day wasn't useful. Yeah. And for some people, it's just being emotional straight up. Like I'm going to release this and I'll be over it. But don't hold me back. Yeah. Don't tell me not to feel. Yeah. This is my best story. I'm in LA actually driving with my little kid in the car. He had just come back from England where he was with his dad and he had been given milk at night to go to bed instead of hugs. I wasn't there. (laughs) Milk? Really? We didn't even drink milk. So he came home a wreck and he was crying and crying. And finally I turned to him and I said, stop crying. And he looked at me, little kid in the car seat, stop the car. 
get a book. Hug me. Don't tell me to stop crying. <gasps> I was Lies. like, ooh. Like, oh, you need emo. He's a grand trying to water. Like, oh, you need to be emotional right now. And I was trying to talk you out of it. Mm -hmm. Get a book. Hug me. Don't tell me to stop crying. Wow. That's a water person. Wow. That's such a wise child. I know. I've been writing like, stuff Like literally down. knowing exactly what he needed. Yeah. He got older and said, mom, I don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Kay. <laughs> I can understand why. You're doing your videos on every sign how to deal. With well, well, you're oh, doing your astro anxiety. forecast, which I love. But the anxiety and depression series is basically like every sign, how has, how to kind of transmute those feelings. Exactly. Have you seen them? Yeah. Did you see the Taurus one? I didn't see the Taurus one. Well, it's coming soon to your neighborhood. Okay, perfect. So I give out a lot of free information because yeah. I am on a passionate quest to help us find peace. The only way we're going to get, no matter what happens here, the only way we're going to get through this is by staying close to each other. Yes. And communicating, podcasts and opening up our heart and really doing the work. And that's why I love teaching. Do you think that that's why, because you said something before about closeness and calling a friend and admitting how you feel and all that stuff. Like, and, you know, we're living in this time where people, this isn't me being like against antidepressants, like let's not mince words here. But do you think that's why people are so quick to look for an out and shut it down because we're afraid of looking to each other to like heal and connect? What do we do all day? Right. I can't, I, this blows my mind. We hold these little computers in our hand, better known as our phone. Tiny mm -hmm. TVs. Of, it's unbelievable how much less, I grew up, I was thinking about it last night, like we all had our computers out, I just walked out. I did not have a computer growing up. Of course not. I mean, I can't, when I think about it, I, I didn't have a computer growing up. So we now need to make contact and you have to ask yourself, am I willing to be intimate? Yeah. And what is intimacy? Into me, I see. Mm. Like how close can I get to myself? How much do I know me? Do I know I need to talk or do I know I need to be quiet? Like, do you know what you need? Right. And antidepressants, I'm all over it. Like yeah. people have chemical imbalance. Totally. But this planet right now is as stressed and as scared and as painful as it will have ever been. Why? Because there's 7.7 .7 billion. There's never been this many people. Everyone you've ever known is here. Yeah. Every being wow. you've ever known. And they're all on the edge of their seat with popcorn going. Does that mean I'm not going to die alone? You won't die alone. Okay, good. <laughs> and they're on the edge of their seat with popcorn going, oh, and then what happened? Like everyone's watching, waiting to see, are we going to make it through this? And the yeah. good news is you want to know who you're sitting next to. You want to know who you can call. Like the best friendship thing. If yeah. you don't have a best friend, if you're these two women watching you guys, I'm sure your whole audience is in love with your love. But if you don't have a best friend, <laughs> here's so what you do. Here's what you do. It's true. She cries finally. <laughs> They're in love with your love. I love when Elizabeth cries. It's like the highlight of my life. <laughs> so cute. You just triggered her Scorpio. <laughs> but if you don't have a best friend, because people ask me all the time, how did you do that? You've picked somebody mm -hmm. and you make them your best friend. Right. And you have no agenda of what comes back. The biggest issue I hear all the time is no one ever calls me. Then call them. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. Ugh, I deal with this with people all the time. It's like you feel isolated. Pick up the fucking phone. Right. It's embarrassing to admit that you're isolated. Let's start there. So you can listen to this right now and ask yourself, are you isolated? Do you push people away? Are you afraid to be close? Because when you start to fall in love with the dog, it's super easy. He looks, <laughs> right. you know, he loves you. Looking at you. But when you fall in love with somebody and there's a fear factor, like you might leave or you might not like me when you see, I did the dumbest thing. That's when the real test yes. comes. Mm -hmm. And you guys love each other. The best feeling in the world is when you have a fight. And at the end of it, you get close. This is Scorpio, Taurus. Scorpio, I love to fight. Give me the fuck energy. And Taurus, no, no, we're just going to talk about this. Please be nice. And then at the end of that. <laughs> Some of our fights are brutal because I'm a little bit savage. She's I scary. bet you are. She's scary. A little bit savage. You are savage. Let's be, can I be blunt? Yes. You're savage. Yeah. But that's what creates intimacy. Mm -hmm. That's when you find out who your friend is. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot where, 
if you're so afraid that someone's not going to show up for you, and I literally just like purged this cycle, I feel, then fuck them. Like, okay, they can't show up for you. That's fine. That's not your person. That doesn't mean that every single person, you just have to keep trying and keep trusting. And don't you have nothing give up. to lose. Yes. Don't give up. If you're lonely and you're sitting listening to this podcast and you're like, how come I don't have a best friend? You go make one. You can, this is a simple choice. Totally. And honest to God, the friendship, to me, my dad was in the mafia. Honestly, yes. Jewish mafia. Amazing. I learned. I learned from Jewish him. Matsia. I sorry, learned. Sorry. I learned. <laughs> worked it out. Though. Sorry, 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 sorry. I learned from him in no uncertain terms that those men were in love with each other. Right. And when it came to the funeral, and I did the eulogy, and the men were all crying in the front seat, mm. like they were all sitting there on the front. Like I was like, "This is what they gave me, my father and those men. Mm-hmm. I have bonded. Like before, I just walked in today. What did I do?" I called my best friend. I was like, that's so retrograde. That's so retrograde. I'm like going to do a podcast. That's so re-. She, right. And she was like, tell me everything. And yeah. I was like, I can't talk now because I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah. This building's huge and yeah. it's like ominous and I'm, I'm trying to figure out where to go. I'll call you right back. Yeah. Amazing. You know, also like as you get older, I think that people get afraid of like deepening adult friendships. But like for me, like there's people that I've known for years that I'm just now like becoming closer with. And it's so cool because it's like, now you know who you are. So to get to know each other is actually more fun because there's like less like shit in between the places where you can go together. Want me to tell you the secret code? Yes. Get their chart mm-hmm. and sit down with them and say, can I ask you a question? It says here your life lesson is sexuality. Can we talk about, this is the quickest shortcut. Yeah. Knowing a chart. And as a beginner, after level one, you can do this. You start to talk to someone about their chart and then you have these deep conversations yeah. about the most core essence issues. So one of the things about astrology is intimacy. Because yeah. all you're talking about is the nature of their personality. Remember I said I need to get my hands on your chart and you're like, you want to look inside of me? <laughs> I, was I was like, like get out of my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a I cheat can't. sheet. Yeah. And it really works. And the more you study, the more you learn and it never, ever gets so over. So this course, is it you doing videos? So it's because that's all I want. I just want to hear you talking to us all the time. Well, that's so funny. Yes, it's okay. videos, it's audio. It, we've done all the teaching styles because okay. I'm of uh, I have auditory. Taurus in me. Yes, exactly. That's I'm, how I am. I know Taurus is yeah. auditory, so I can't just learn from reading. It doesn't stick. Same. Here. I know that's Taurus. It's an experience. So I taught the school based on all the different visuals. Some people are visual. Some are auditory. I think some I'm are kinesthetic. Visual. Maybe. I think you're kinesthetic. Or maybe kinesthetic. You have to yeah. feel. Yes. To, in order to learn it. That's fine. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. So I taught the school. It's a very simple process. It's six weeks. You study your chart. What's more interesting? Then you study <laughs> your chart. more interested than me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Love me. And then once you study your chart, you get addicted. I feel like a drug dealer. Because I'm telling you, people get addicted. Of course. Because it's like, finally, you're getting information that you've been like, Sort starving. of aware of, but like not really able to pinpoint. And and then you're like, I get it now. And then you just want to know more. That's what happens. And then I feel like I really am keeping an addictive group following me around. I mean, I feel like people have like the dream for everyone. Like, fuck having your therapist on speed dial. Everyone wants their astrologer But we have dial. astrology oh, therapy. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but I'm one without the them. other. That's right. But how about short. if they're together? We have people on our team welcome to astrology, that do both. Yes. And Carl Jung, who was 1930s, he's the guy that started this. He mm-hmm. was an astrologer. People don't know this. I didn't know that. And you know what he said? Psychology will be a dinosaur science until it includes astrology. Ugh. Ooh. But he didn't say it. Then, no, he couldn't admit it because it was Too a esoteric. Until just in the last like 15 years, his daughter came out and confessed that every single session he did, like me, he had a chart in front of him. I feel when people tell me about their about their therapy sessions, sometimes I just want to be like, you're banging your head up against the wall. You don't have all the information. And now you're just talking about the same thing for years. 
And you're just doubling down on your story. And paying a lot of money. And paying so much money. It's so, it's like, it's, okay, yeah, I'm getting so heated, but it really bugs me. Are you kidding? I wish there was a total announcement, like all therapists, this is my dream. If all therapists would just learn the shorthand, I know what your life lesson is. I know what your weakness is. Why this is. is happening. I know what the timing is when you're going to get married, get divorced. I can look at your chart and go, listen, don't worry about complaining for the next three years about Let's him. Let's talk about that. Oh my God. <laughs> I can tell when it's going to reach that pitch where yeah. you're going to break. Because you know how you can complain and complain and complain about your partner and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm done. Well, it's astrological. Ha. Huh. Why? It's so loud. And you also could have saved yourself years of complaining by just yeah, waiting it out. That's true. Or you could just keep complaining until the planet hits you on the head. Right. That's what most of us do. <laughs> right. Yeah, we love to complain. It's human nature. Well, no one. Like, I wouldn't believe what happened well, to me. Why is this happening to me? I'm a victim. And you know what he did? Oy, and then she did. Oh, my God. You won't believe it. You're like, we've heard this story before. Why are you? How many therapists in their mind are like, I fucking hate this no, person? I, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. I only do crisis therapists. I only work with people who... Who, me now yeah, that was because yeah. I could I got bored right I mean, if someone repeated the story I once had someone bring her sister in she was telling me how she wasn't getting along with her husband for the 18th time yeah and the sister was there and I turned to the sister and I said guess what today we're not talking about him you make a pact with me to make her stop talking about him oh so how are you doing today and don't use his name Wow. That's what I did because I couldn't get her off that broken. Well, it's similar to the missing element and like reprogramming. Exactly. Change directions. Mm -hmm. Don't go in the same direction. You know what I found for you guys? What? You are going to love this. Oh, my God. I found a Mercury in retrograde. Um, what's that called? A little meme. The right word? Oh, when yeah, nothing maybe. goes right, go left. Oh, yes. Oh, that was Mer I found it for you guys. Mercury retrograde. Thank you. Okay, so retrograde is happening until the end of the month. When nothing goes right, go left. When nothing goes right, go swerve. <laughs> swerve. You just have to know what to do when things go wrong. To That's go your whole conversation on this. I hope this podcast is all about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happens in life? This is the real essence of retrograde. Things go wrong. The plane's been delayed. You can't remember where your purse is. You can't find out where you were going. I was walking in here going, the red building? Where's the red? <laughs> oh, the security guard? There is no. Oh, is it a holiday today? I was like, it's so retrograde. It, we have had a very retrograde week. And then what do you do? You go left. So if you're not going right and it's not working, take a deep breath, pretend you're Buddha, have a drink, and you take a deep breath and you say, you know what, it's all going wrong. And guess what? I am the single factor that can change my attitude. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. It's simple. And I do it all the time. Like this is the gift of getting to be a grown up. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I practice to see how much can things really bug me. Take a breath. Turn on my book. It's all about turn on the observer and go, oh, I'm really getting bugged right now. Mm -hmm. I'm about to scream. Yeah. And then sometimes if you're double water like you are, you do scream or get yeah. emotional. Yeah. And sometimes if you're not, you say, I'm going to stay home today because I can feel this is so not what's going to happen. Yeah. So what two can we expect stuff. on the other side of this retrograde in two weeks after this episode drops? Well, I think everyone notices when the retrograde stops. Yeah. Like it's a definite intense current. Yeah. And things get backwards, literally. Yeah. And you feel yourself more emotional. And then... You take a breath when it's over. But during it's the test. You are in a testing period. In this full moon, the pitch of Scorpio Taurus and the intensity of calm versus intense and being able to sit in the observer. And the funnest part about full moons this weekend is have fun. Yes. It's about partying and it's, indulge. You're allowed to eat extra. It's I'm so funny. I was have on dessert. the phone with my friend last night and she was like, we should go out on Friday. I was like, we should. She's like, let's party. I was like, what is our energy right now? Let's do this. It's a full moon and yes. it's about eating. It's about yum. We made a dinner plan. That's the plan. And you have dessert and you feel guilt-free cards. You say to everybody, I heard it was a full moon. I was on that so retrograde. That's I'm making a new song. That's Love so it. retrograde. Can't wait. And I'm eating coconut cream pie if I had my choice. Yum. Ooh, what would yours be? Oh, like a full pizza. 
the whole thing. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so. I like don't care about dessert. Give me like a full fresh bread basket. I'm yeah. like down to clown. Hot bread. Yeah. I actually had a With burrito really yesterday. Butter. I was really or good. Or like a good olive oil. Ooh, Ooh, I love olive oil. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. See, this That's is where I'm at. We are now in the full moon energy. So the yes. answer to your question is think about that. Hot bread, olive oil, a full pizza. You eat it guilt free. Like you're supposed to eat it. I That's had a your- burrito yesterday. It was really exciting. Okay, that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna give myself the gift. I'm go, guess where I'm going today? Where? In my book. You won't believe this story. Honestly, I got a man out of prison after 27 years in San Quentin. Oh my God, you're like Kim K. He wow. got out after 27 years, and I'm having dinner with him and his wife tonight, and we're going to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> get that Chinese chicken salad, baby. <laughs> I am honestly gonna have coconut, and I never do, but I'm gonna do a guilt free card. Do it. And it's going to say, that's so retrograde. Perfect. <laughs> so wait, let's close the episode with maybe giving everyone like a full moon, like mantra or thing to like, because, you know, I think we all at that's a retrograde have a practice of working with the moon cycle, either of like manifesting, releasing. And so. Oh, what's this a is good- celebratory. Okay, perfect. Are, no, I'm telling you this weekend, this is really your opportunity to feel guilt free in the name of Buddha, who had a big belly, that you can enjoy the pleasures of being in a body. Mm. Mm, secret sauce. Mm, yes. That feels it. great. I'm that sitting really with, this is like a joke. I'm sitting with a Taurus and a Scorpio sitting together going, mm. <laughs> So if you're not doing that right now, I'm worried about you because you need to take this full moon energy and during the retrograde and put away all of your guilt cards. It's so welcome yes. in this moment of just like, ugh. Should I talk about the sweater I just bought that was so soft? (laughs) I knew it was a full moon. I gave myself permission. I was like, we're going to go. You're allowed. And some weekends, it's not. Some full moons are the opposite. Like during Capricorn, no. You're going to be conservative. You're going to pull back. Especially Mercury's retrograde, you're allowed to revisit. Like, what do I need for the yum-yum factor? I love that. I needed to hear this today. Oh, my gosh. I can't. First of all, we've been so obsessed with your videos, and it's been so incredible to connect with you in person because you do not disappoint. No. You're even more fabulous IRL. Yeah. so good. I want you in the school. Thank you. I'm signing up for the school, but I will not wait in line. (laughs) I will put you in the front. So we'll um, put all the information about that, about your book. Check out her Instagram at Deborah Silverman Astrology. It's a fun follow, you guys. And Deborah, thank you so, so much for joining thank us you. today. I don't know how this happened, but I'm thanking my lucky stars. Thank you so much. It was so fun. I'm so glad. Thank <laughs> you guys for all that you do in bringing us into consciousness and waking oh. us up. This podcast is so popular. I found out when I did a little research. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Today's Roses and Thorns is brought to you by our friends over at Lola. A forever rose for us, Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, and they're also offering sex products. Hello. So, hello, Scorpio season. She here. She's here. I really am so excited and elated by watching the growth of the brand, and I'm seeing commercials for them on TV, and Wild. just so many people are using it. I use them myself, have been for the past four years Same. since we were turned on to the brand, and it's so spectacular. The whole idea at first was convenience and they were trying to really figure out, you know, a way for us to always be secure with our feminine products, just have them around. Yeah. We've all been there. And that's because it's a delivery service. It's a delivery service. So subscription model. Then they realized that the transparency and the ingredients of what was going into these feminine care products was so sketchy. So they then were like, we're shifting the narrative and we're going to like really focus on what we're putting in our bodies and making it accessible yep. and all of those things. It's just such a 
grounded and beautifully structured brand. So not only are the organic cotton tampons available with BPA-free plastic applicators, you can also get the non-applicator format, pads and liners, everything is all natural. Then with your subscription, you can do a customizable box. You can mix your products, mix your absorbency, mix your number of boxes, mix how often you get delivered. I mean, anything that you need. Pause it at any time. Yes. If for some reason you should stop getting your that period. That to me is like a thing. Sometimes when you, it's hard to pause. It's easy yeah. to pause it, Lola. Yeah, that's so true. With their sexual products, same thing. They are water-based. They're made with aloe vera. They, Hypoallergenic yeah. and gynecologist approved. The wipes are great. The condoms are great. You don't want to mess with your pH, honey. Hell no, baby. They are without parabens, petrochemicals, glycerin, synthetic flavors. Ugh. Okay, we're good on that. <laughs> and no fragrance. I don't know why people need their lube to taste like mint chocolate chip. So if you guys aren't already subscribing to Lolo, obviously we're huge fans. And we love this as a way of celebrating your femininity and caring for yourself in a holistic way. Hell yeah. So head over to mylola.com. Enter code retrograde30 when you subscribe and you're going to get 30% off your first month's box. That's mylola.com, retrograde 30 when you subscribe and you'll get 30% off. Hell yeah. Play the jingle, boo-boo. Roses and thorns. That time again. Oh, what time is that? We've got roses. We've got thorns. Okay. Maybe we don't. Maybe we do. I don't know. We're about to find out. I'm not sure. Actually, I have a rose. Hold on really quickly. Wonderment, W-O-N-D-E-R-M-E-N-T. That's Wonderment the same thing. No, it's not. A state of odd admiration or respect. Say, say that word again. Wonderment. Thank you. I googled wonderment and it's just a whole lot of people asking, is wonderment a word? <laughs> <laughs> and my friends, the answer is the act of wandering. Okay. You know what? I don't think that that's right. All right. Well, either this way. This isn't a real dictionary. This is some, this is the internet. This is some <laughs> bullshit internet. Not a real dictionary. But I love your creativity. I love your Jupiter and Aquarius ahead of the curve, making things up as she goes along. My word smithiness. You know a word isn't a word when the dictionary says possible meetings. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really how words work, guys. Okay. Roses, thorns. Okay. I have a rose. I saw an incredible movie. Okay. And I honestly didn't know what I was going to. I just said yes because I felt like I'd kind of been on like a birthday bender of like partying the last week. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that I'd be needing to save my partying for this weekend Apparently. with the moon. Let's get loose. But on Saturday night, I was kind of like, I need to like time out on like going out. Oh, baby. And my friend was like, would you like to go see a movie right now? And I decided to go because he also he doesn't really like I knew he wouldn't want to, like, get a drink after. I was just like, this is going to be, like, a mellow, calm night. Mm. So we went to go see Honey Boy. Okay. Which is the movie uh, written by Shia LaBeouf, starring him and Lucas Hedges and this little boy actor who's, like, truly fucking incredible. And basically the movie came to be because Shia was in court-ordered rehab. He either was going to go to this rehab where it's, like, retraining your brain or he'd have to go to jail because of everything that he, like, did mm -hmm. with his, like, alcoholic rage. And... In rehab, they were doing this reprogramming exercise because they diagnosed him with, like, PTSD from his childhood. And in this reprogramming of his brain, there was a writing exercise. And in the exercise, he started writing the story of, like, where his PTSD came from. And this is this is the movie. He wrote this movie while, like, healing his trauma in rehab. 
Oh, cool. It's fucking incredible. It basically is like a snapshot of the time of his life when he was on Even Stevens. And it really explains, you know, he was like on that TV show and living in a motel with his like dad who was like, it's just the word Even Stevens made me Google. Oh, <laughs> but it's just like crazy. No, it's like, like, it's this yeah. Disney star and you like see him like in the movie. It's incredible. He's like getting recognized at a taco shop and he's like living in a fucking motel off like in the valley. It's like Bleak. such a crazy story. And he plays his own father. Right. And it's just like beautiful and heartbreaking. And it really explains, you know, we see all these people in culture that are going through so much. Like he's such a problematic figure as far as like alcoholic rage is concerned and like behaviors that we're all just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And you watch this movie and you're just like, oh, like he fully was functioning from like so much trauma and pain. And you really understand like how he got to be the way that he was. I feel like this rose is a beautiful callback to our episode that we did with Natch Butte when we were on Jackie's show and spent 15 minutes talking about she her loves obsession Shia. with Shia. Well, it's funny because after that I ran, I saw, I was at Alfred Coffee and I was like standing next to him in line. And yeah. then like two weeks later I went to an art opening and he was also there. And I'm just like, there's a lot of Shia. The spirit of Shia is around me. <laughs> but this movie is like, so honest and so vulnerable and like just really speaks to the power of like when you release your pain and you mm -hmm. turn it into like a story and you can really it's like alchemized into helping other people as well and just like the bravery like he plays his own father his father is living by the way and he portrays him in this very raw way it's just like literally my, my friend Daryl and I were watching it and then we the movie ends and we're both just like we don't look at each other for a second. And then if we were in our own like version, it would be like, mm -hmm. you know, like all the sniffles. And then we just look at each other and we're like, wow. <laughs> it was like so cool. emotional. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait for it to get on streaming. So I'll see it. Right. I mean, it probably will be soon because it was made by Amazon Studios. So it'll yeah, probably go there That's soon. how that tends to work. But out. highly recommend, you know, it's a great time to go see some movies. It is. And there's a lot of good ones out. I tried to go see Parasite last week on what I think might have been a date. We missed it. Right. But I'm wanting to go see that one. And a retrograde happening. The retrograde happening was missing the first movie because of time. Second movie, not having any seats available. Wanting to go to get a foot massage. The place being like bombed out. Like it was wild. Go with the flow. Go you know with what I mean? the flow. Who like cares? Two Scorpios head, trying to see a movie right in a retrograde is not going to happen. I will talk about quickly, you know, I restarted doing Handel group. That Same. was, yeah. So we've had Lauren Zanderon, who is one of the amazing founders of this concept. And I think she's going to end up being on a lot more because we're hmm. just so moved by all the work she's doing. And she just like makes shifts happen for people and mm -hmm. us like get through our blocks and, you know, Having done the work in my 20s, I thought, why don't I revisit this? Wow. It's hard. It's like full on like syllabus college the level homework. homework. is so intense. I and know. this isn't to dissuade anybody. But it's, it's cool. Like the first module is like creative visualization. And it's dope. I mean, you have to get really real with yourself yeah. and really assess and analyze like where you are and where you want to go. And what's so interesting and what Deborah was talking about, like that is not my comfy nature. Like it's really hard for me. And I, as I'm sure with most people to really like, buckle down and like future trip. See, that's actually not hard for me. What's hard for me is sitting down and doing it. Right. Once I'm in it, I'm like in it. My barrier to entry is truly like, it's hard for me to like bring my head there. Because I'm kind of more in the present moment. But don't you think of it as like creative visualization where it's just like a fun, like, yeah, it's but like it's storytelling. hard when I, I can like, it's just, it was really challenging. Interesting. And, um, but that's good. That means it's growing. I got growing. it done this weekend. Congrats. And I was like so excited about that. And so I've done the the one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
And then this inner you online course that I'm kind of working with a coach at Handel right now, but also doing the course to kind of supplement it Mm -hmm. and add more guidance to the the different modules and the different homeworks. Mm -hmm. And I just want to shout it out because it is hard, but it is like one of those things that you're you're really stretching yourself. Yeah. And I love a good stretch. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've put myself in an uncomfy position in a minute to do that. And I'm in the process of it right now. I don't know where it's going, Mm -hmm. but it's something. It's kind of a stem, I guess. You know, we do a lot of self-work and I don't think we've done like the sit down type in a while, Mm -hmm. in a very long while. So it's cool to kind of check in. And what I love about it too, and what she says in one of the videos, because it's like audio lessons basically, and then you like go and you do the homework. And one of the things with the first module was like, you're going to be surprised with like what you write down for like your future life. And I fully like every time I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even fucking know that I like felt that way. So it's really, it's like an excavation. Yeah. And we have a promo code, I think. We'll put it at the bottom of the notes of this show and then in our show notes on the website. I don't remember what it is right now, but we partner with them because we so believe in the work that they're doing. Agreed. Right now we're doing it ourselves. So see how that goes. <laughs> Get on board, guys. I want to thank Deborah Silverman. Oh my God. So much. Have we ever been more obsessed? Star Struck. Is your rose that you guys are from the same place in Michigan? Oh yeah. Mm. Shout out. By the way, she sounds like she's so Michigan. And I'm like, this woman's from Michigan. And then Elizabeth is like, are you just is that the thing where you're so close to the sound of the accent that it just registers yeah. as like normal for you? Yeah, what accent? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's just a rosy day. It's 11-11. This episode will come out right after the full moon. Let's celebrate and be excited while we still can. Let's have a retrograde kiki. Let's do it. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you feel so inclined, leave us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Spotify and anywhere else you podcast. Tell your friends. Don't forget to namaste listening, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.